Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Rob, let's have this conversation. I understand that my perspective on this is going to be different because I live in downtown Kansas City. I live there. I walk around there. I eat there. I go to drink. There. I, I, I live in downtown Kansas City. So as much as Kansas City is part of our community, I, I live in the downtown community. So our top text, CDOT, my mom made the same comment about the downtown stadium being less safe. Sitting ducks is how she put it with all the high-rise building. I've never thought about it that deep. I'm still pissed about parking, but I also have a new fear as a parent. All of this is exhausting. I certainly understand the fears of what happened yesterday. But I do think that we have to keep some of this in line. I don't say if I'm trying to think of the right way to word it where they are putting the downtown stadium is across the street from sprint center. We go down to sprint center all the time as a community, all the time, you know, when they show the world cup and they show the watch parties, guess where that is. It is in downtown Kansas city that they are showing that part of why we got the world cup is that people come to downtown Kansas city to celebrate things. Please do not take what happened yesterday and now try to turn it into that. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be that. We will still continue to go downtown. We will be downtown a month from now during the Big 12 tournament. It is not that far away from this incident. It's probably what, Rob? Four blocks? Five blocks away? I don't know if you consider Union Station downtown Kansas City. I would kind of consider all of that downtown Kansas City, but you get what I'm saying. It is not that far from where we already do things. Where people live. They keep building lights, one light, two light, three light, green light. We live there. It's it's our community. I find that that portion of the conversation a little bit ridiculous and coded in a lot of different ways about what happened yesterday. That just seems very, very unnecessary with the incident that happened yesterday. So it did not change my view on the downtown stadium. And I think if you were using yesterday's incident to then justify why you feel uncomfortable on voting, yes, it just, come on now. That's not why. It can be other reasons, and you are entitled to vote no for whatever reason that you have. But, Rob, I I find that part of the conversation to be disheartening because it is not like that area doesn't have things that we already go to. 
You and I go to Green Lady Lounge. Green Lady Lounge is not far from where we are talking about. Sprint Center is not that far from where we're talking about. Power and Light is not that far from where we are talking about. Go ahead, Rob. I'm trying to find a way to phrase this just right because I 1,000% agree with you. I don't believe anyone's perception about the downtown stadium should change based on the events of yesterday. If you were going to vote no, hey, that's your prerogative. If you're going to vote yes, that's your prerogative too. And I agree with what you're saying. It shouldn't change our fundamental understanding. But there is a notion among, I would say, suburbanites mostly, there is a notion, right or wrong, among suburbanites that downtown is dangerous and downtown is where the crime in town is. And I don't think those people are right, but this event yesterday only solidified that fear and that thought. They have wrongly felt that. I'm not saying everyone in the text line felt this way, but Carrington on Tuesday, before the world changed, we talked about a downtown stadium, and there were people on there saying, I won't go to a new downtown stadium. That's where the crime and the homeless in town is. And I think what happened to Rob, the suburbanites to believe let's, that. Rob, let's have the conversation. I don't, I I'm just make, saying this. Are we saying this because the shooters were black? Like, if you said suburbanites that are saying this, are we saying this because the shooters are black? Because everything I heard you just say is white people are saying, I don't want to go down there because that's where the black folks were shooting. If, if, if that's what people are saying, then let's just have the conversation. I but think- all I'm saying is the same Iowa State fans that come from out of town to go down there, the same KU game that you just went to a couple of months ago when they played Wichita State, this was not a, this was not a conversation. They are putting the they are putting the baseball stadium three blocks from there. The same community. Come on now. If we're gonna have the conversation, let's have the conversation. Because that's just what it sounds like to me. Those black folks were shooting down there. I don't want to go down there anymore. And this now justifies the way I feel. I will say this. I think before the event. There was a thought that what you're saying is correct. People were thinking, that's where that's happening. I can avoid that by not going down there. And now that thought, which I believe, by the way, is incorrect. I want that on the record. I'm, I'm speaking in generalities, not how I feel at all. But I believe people who felt that way Tuesday only had their thoughts solidified in their brain after the events of yesterday. I don't think they're less fearful, and I don't think they're less likely to say those coded messages after what happened at Union Station yesterday. And I think, you said Union Station is considered downtown, a lot of people consider the Union Station area crossroads. Well, where is the Royal Stadium going to be? Crossroads. I mean, Crossroads is not far from where they're putting mm -hmm. the stadium. It's not far. It is three minutes away, like a three-minute drive away from where we're talking about. Under? I would say, I mean, depending on maneuverability, but I would say it's under three minutes. We can take phone calls on this. I'm perfectly fine to do that. 913-586-7610. By the way, I, I, I should hit the breaking news sounder, yeah, but there's a little breaking news now. Malik Jackson, who works over at uh, Fox 4, Kansas City, tweets out breaking news. The Jackson County Prosecutor's Office tells Fox 4 the two juveniles in custody right now from the Chiefs Parade shooting will be charged and stand trial as adults by family court. So they will be charged as if they were certified to stand trial as adults. They should be. So that is that is the breaking news now into Fox 4. I that, want those people persecuted to the full mm-hmm. extent of the law. You started shooting there with all those peoples around and you hit these kids? Come on now. I hope they throw the book at you. I hope they put you under the jail. They'll be charged if and when they are certified to stand trial as adults. Like literally under the jail. We can take phone calls on this. I'm, the text line is mad at my comments. I, you, I, you are allowed to feel however you want to feel. I just, I have seen a lot of that. Well, that's why I don't want the stadium downtown. Sprint Center's downtown. Like Sprint Center's downtown. The, all these things that we go to downtown are there. I've, this didn't seem like that much of an issue before with all the other events and things that have been downtown. I don't know why this is now the, see, I told you guys why I don't want the downtown stadium. It just feels like it's about something else and not about where they're actually putting the stadium. I think the timing is problematic for the Royals. Cause I think there's hundred percent. I think there have been incidents downtown and I'm, we both know there's a crime problem downtown. That's fine. But the back, the back days that on Tuesday at two 30, they announced crossroads and then on Wednesday at 1.56, this happened, I think only solidifies that fear for people who already felt that way. Cool. We can take a break. Uh, the phone lines are lighting up. We can take calls. I'm happy to do it. Someone said, bro, it's the T-Mobile Center. I will never call that place. That, that's the Sprint Center to me. What do you call uh, 
That is the that is the sprint center to me. That guy calls it uh, doesn't call it sandstone. He calls it cricket. <laughs> yeah, that place is the sprint center. What is center. it now? It's not. He calls it a zero. <laughs> that is the sprint center to <laughs> me. Nine one three five eight six seven six one zero. We'll take your calls next. Keep right here. So drive. The drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The home of the Royals is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. to the drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. If you missed it, this is what we were talking about. A few people on the text line, and I've seen this kind of various places. I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on Twitter. I've, 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 see, I've heard this sentiment of people expressing that they this is why they don't want the stadium downtown because of the events that happened yesterday at Union Station. And I think that is very unfair given the fact of we all already go to downtown Kansas City for various things. I mean, Union Station is downtown. I just took my daughter there to take pictures in front of the Kansas City. You know, they got all the Chiefs stuff up. You've seen it, Rob. They have, like, the back-to-back and they had AFC champs and all that stuff. Like, we go down there. You and I talk about Green Lady Lounge all the time, how it's one of the best bars in the city. Green Lady Lounge is not that far from where the shooting took place. If you've never been, phenomenal place. Like, I live down there. And even if you don't live down there, I would just imagine that you go down there already for various things. Whether you go to Union Station, whether you went to during Christmas, they had the skies where they had the winter bar upstairs, or whether you go to Green Lady Lounge or used to go to uh, South on Truman, which was a really nice bar. I'm sad they closed that place. That place was phenomenal. Or you go to Record Bar or Cigar Bar or you take your kids to Disney on Ice or you go down there for the World Cup watch parties or you go to a concert at Sprint Center. Like, we all go to downtown Kansas City. So now it is just very odd to me to hear you say, well, this is why I don't want the stadium down there. You already go down there. You're already down there for events and things. Now, if you're arguing, well, going down there more, well, Sure. I'm not going to make it seem like downtown is some safe utopia that nothing ever happens down there. That's not true. That's not true of anywhere that we live. And I think that yesterday is just a microcosm of America in general as a whole. Gun violence is a part of American society. As much as I don't want it to be, as much as I don't want that statement to be true, it is a part of American society. It is as American as our love of football. But what I also saw in downtown, in the same place, in the same downtown Kansas City, I saw the same thing that makes us great. People tackled the shooter yesterday. People coming together, they're donating blood, they're doing all these things in the same downtown Kansas City. And I, I guess what 
frustrates me the most, and Rob, what I'm so passionate about is the protection of our own community and keeping that. And yesterday was a it was a amazing day, a great day, and 99.9% of people went down there and handled themselves properly. And now I just we're about to let the actions of three to five people undo all of that. I mean, the same place where they had the NFL draft, the same place where I'm going to guess they're going to have World Cup stuff in four years. It's not like they're like, oh, well, that happened. Well, we're not giving you guys the World Cup. Kansas City is going to host. There are not there are not larger sporting events than what Kansas City is going to host in four years. I don't know a whole lot about soccer, but we get the Elite Eight of the World Cup. There are not bigger sporting events that you can host than that. It's going to happen in our city. So it just, it, it, it always sounds weird to me how people from the outside think we are more capable than what we think we are of ourselves. The rest of the world trusts us with these events. They have a lot of faith in our ability to execute these events. They've had the ability to move the Big 12 tournament, I don't know how many times. It only works in one place, downtown Kansas City. I have been to it when they put it in downtown Oklahoma City. It did not work. Rob, you remember when they tried to put it in downtown Dallas, Texas? It did not work. The only place that that basketball tournament works is a five-minute drive from where that happened yesterday. Some of the most fun times that we have in Kansas City is in downtown Kansas City around the Big 12 tournament. Rob, you've been down there. It's incredible. People from across the country come to celebrate and have a great time in downtown. Now it's like, well, I mean, I don't want, like, we don't, we, don't, we don't have to do this. Not a reaction to what happened yesterday. That's what I'm upset about. We are on the same page. But the same way you say that gun violence is part of America, you and I both know. And maybe it's a small sect on social media. Maybe the text line is just a vocal minority. I don't know. But there is a sect of people who, by the way, I believe were already anti-downtown stadium that are using yesterday's horrible tragedy as further evidence that a downtown stadium is bad for Kansas City. They are going to use a horrific moment in our city's history as a platform to push an agenda that, see, you can't be downtown because crime is downtown. And I worry that the suburbanites, and by the way, that's not exclusive to Johnson County. It could be Johnson County. It could be Lee Summit. It could be up north. It could be, you you know, Gardner. There is going to be people in those communities that think downtown is unsafe and they are only furthered in that thought by the events of yesterday. And they, who are already probably not a fan of downtown stadiums because of the quote unquote crime down there, are only pushed further because of yesterday's tragedy. And I, I think what's important to note is a lot of the people that think that are not voting on the downtown stadium. I think that's also important to note. People like where I... Like, if I walk around my neighborhood tonight and I say, hey, what are those in the downtown stadium after it happened yesterday? If someone tells me I hate it, they don't get to vote. I think that is notable, but I definitely think the suburbanites feel away now because it solidifies their fears. Let's go to the phone lines, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Eric. Eric, you called into the drive. Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? Hey, C-Dot, how are you, man? I'm going to kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth here. I am a suburban Kansas City guy. Uh, grew up, born and raised here, 55 years old, a uh, huge supporter of Chiefs and Royals. Initially, when the stadium vote came out, I was against it only because I love the Truman Sports Complex. I think it's a neat thing where both stadiums are there. It's a cool experience. You know, you're parking in the parking lot, walking right in. Um, since I know the guys want to move the stadium, fine. I will vote. actually vote yes for the downtown stadium. But my problem is when you compare – going to Sprint Center or going to Union Station to a baseball game or to a baseball stadium. The difference is you go to Sprint Center two or three times a year, maybe to see a show. You go to Union Station once or twice a year. If you're a season ticket holder and you're going to the baseball stadium 20, 40, 60 times a year, you're just increasing the odds that something bad is going to happen. Your car is going to get broken into. You're going to get but Eric, know, mugged but, uh, but on the way back Eric, to your car. Eric, really quick, though. I mean, I, I want to give you a chance to reply, though, but couldn't we use okay. that argument anywhere? Like, like, you and I have been to Arrowhead, and we have seen people get in fights at Arrowhead. Couldn't you say that if you go one time, your chance of getting in a fight is nothing? But if you keep going and drinking, eventually you go, like, I, I, I hear what you're saying is, but can't you just make that argument about anything if you continue to go? 
I don't know because I, I did. I used to work downtown. I worked down at, actually at 20th and Grand for a long time at the Cashew, and uh, saw multiple cars getting broken into. Saw multiple homeless people. Multiple problems around in and around that area where I have not in my whole life of going to Arrowhead. I've never had my car broken into. I've never been into a fight. And dude, I'm 55 years old. I've been going to the Chiefs game. I had season tickets in the 90s. I mean, I've been going to a lot of Chiefs games and a lot of Royals games. Never had an issue, but I've seen tons of issues downtown. The crime is higher. I mean, you can't deny of course, that the of crime course. is higher downtown that. than it is in the suburbs. I mean, there's more people. There's more chances for crime to happen in, in downtown. So I just think the argument that, well, you go to Sprint Center, you can still go to the stadium. I, I just don't think that's apples to apples. Eric, I, I just want to – how many Royals games a year do you go to? Just out of curiosity. Probably seven or eight. I live in Grain Valley, so it's 15 oh, minutes from my house. I can roll right out there, go to a game, have a good time. Yeah, I, I guess I was asking because I, I think what like I, I think you and I agree on this. I don't disagree. Like I don't want to make it. I mean, I, I I've lived in downtown Kansas City for a while. I've certainly seen some things in downtown Kansas City, but very rarely do I feel unsafe. I just think now we are maybe catering our argument to there are going to be people like you that come downtown maybe 10 times a year and leave mostly without incident. And I don't want those people to control the conversation of, well, that's why I don't go down. Well, you only go to a couple of concerts and three or four baseball games anywhere, and, and you've never had anything happen. Right. And, and the bigger issue, I think, is actually we're going to go back to parking. If I've got to park on the street five, six blocks from the stadium, that's not in a parking lot right next to the stadium. I just think it, it lends itself to more issues. Eric, and I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks a lot for calling in today. And I, I, I want to be very, very clear here. I want them to do everything in their power to keep people safe. And I do acknowledge that this is going to be different and more frequently. You're going to have people spaced out and how you do your best to protect people. And it, it, it is certainly going to provide its new challenges. I don't disagree with that in the least bit. I was just simply making the point, I guess I I still stand by the point is downtown, if you are a sports fan, is already a major part of your life if you go to sporting events. If you go, you go to basketball games there, you go to watch parties down at Power and Light, it is already a part of it. So I now that the conversation is just, well, this is why I don't like, but it, that, that part is confusing to me. Let's get back to the phone line. Stefan called into the show. Said, hey, Stefan, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing, doing okay. Um, a lot of the listeners need to understand that crime literally happens everywhere. That's why we have the news everywhere. First of all, second of all, I need them to understand that there is a real possibility that if they vote no on this, there's a real possibility that we could lose one of these pro teams because the royal owner, the man who has a billion dollars, he's of his own money, says he wants to build a, a stadium downtown. Now, if, there were, if it gets voted down and worse things happen, the worst comes to worse. He can take that billion dollars and spend it anywhere, build a stadium anywhere, right? I don't think he can move. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, Stefan. I don't want to give you any with, false I information. Deal, I, I guess, Stefan, what, what? that he was supposed to. It was a deal that Glass was supposed to keep it here, but that, I think that deal's done. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the, the call, Stefan. What I would guess, this is just pure speculation on my part. And, Rob, tell me if you agree, disagree, you're welcome to chime in. If the stadium vote is no, I, I think they're moving to independence. I actually kind of think that the independence center, them tearing it down and putting the Royal Stadium there – I think that maybe has a little bit more room. I mean, the highways are right there. It's not that far from where they already are. I understand it's not the great district, but there certainly is a lot of space for you to kind of start over and you can create your own district right there that's sort of out of everybody's way. I think if they don't pass the stadium vote and they don't get the downtown stadium they want, I don't think they're moving to Nashville or any of these other kind of places. I think they are going to figure out another place that's in the Kansas City metro. And I... I think the independent center idea is actually viable if there's a no vote. I don't want to get hung up in the minutiae, yeah, but isn't that, isn't that still Jackson County? Like, you think the Royals would stay in the county without the extension of the sales tax? Like, I just don't know. I'm not sure all where the lines are. That's I mean, why I just don't know. Maybe I am wrong about the independent center and that not being – I'm not 100% certain. So I, they, could be, I could be telling you something that's wrong right now. I, don't I know. know there was that story that floated out that they had talked to independents. If they're outside Jackson County, I think that's a potential. But I would say – 
also cat was it clay county becomes a big storyline if the city votes no like that would be that would be what i think you hear on wednesday is clay county has erupted back to the leader is my guess let me go back to the phone lines at 913-586-7610 rusty called into the show hey rusty how you doing man hey c dot hey thanks for taking the call one thing i was going to point out i was talking telling rob this is that you know with arrowhead in the first caller that called in and talking about crime and that sort of thing um i'm a i'm actually a proponent of them putting it uh, downtown but the other side of that, another thought is, is that when you go to Arrowhead, when you go to Royal Stadium, you have to go drive through gates. It's, it's, you know, it's not just a, a walking, uh, you, you just don't walk to get there. So it's a little more isolated. It's surrounded. Security's there. But I think what they're talking about for the new Royal Stadium is they're not going to put any new parking. So people are just going to have to find parking and walk on city streets to get to the ballpark. And I think that that does raise the the chances that there could be more crime down there because how are they going to control that? How are they going to put more police officers out there to control that? So that's just my thought. I'll listen off the air. No, no problem, Dusty. Or Rusty, excuse Thank me. You. I apologize, and I appreciate you calling in. That is a very, very fair question. Very fair question. Like, what is your plan of keeping people safe that are coming from wherever they are coming from to go to Royals games? That is a very, very fair question. I don't think that the number of people that are going to come down for your average game is really that different than that go to Sprint Center. I mean, Rob, look up really quick. What was the average attendance last year at a Royals game? 17,000 people? 18,000 people? I'll look at the number. I will say you're having a little fun with numbers here, though, because you picked one of the worst for all season in baseball history. Like that... I'm looking up the number, but I'm betting I mean, it's Rob, low. You, you, you and I don't lived here a lot. They ain't had too many 30,000 people. <laughs> They've had two great attendance years since you and I have been here. I'm gonna say, I, could, I could play phone with the numbers, too, and be like, let's look at 2014. <laughs> I bet they had way, way more than that. Last year, they had 16-1 on average. Okay. So I, so let's say on a, on a mostly good year, they have 20,000 people that go down there. That's a little bit more than a sold-out concert for every single Sprint Center event. That's a little bit more than that. Sprint Center is where, what, 16,000, 17,000 people can go to Sprint Center? A little bit more. You can put people on the floor. I get all. You can kind of have some fun with the configuration of the stadium. At least the the average Royals game is not that much different than a sold-out concert at Sprint Center. It's not that much different in terms of attendance. Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. Neil called into the show. Hey, Neil, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Hey, thanks, Carrington. Hey, I I just want to thank you guys uh, yesterday for your guys' coverage, and I thought the local media did a really good job with it. And uh, I just appreciate um, you guys um, doing what you did yesterday. Thank you, man. Uh, I appreciate it. It was really that. informative. Yeah. I just think, you know, it, it downtown's magnified. I mean, I think that if, you know, I mean, obviously the children were shot yesterday. That was that's going to bring a, a, in, in increased scrutiny on it. But, I mean, crime's everywhere. And, and you know, I mean, a Chiefs fan was, was beaten to death in their, in their parking lot. There was a mass shooting out in – out in the Jewish Community Center in Leewood, Kansas, there was, you know, a shooting, a mass shooting at Ward Parkway Mall, and, you know, so it's, I mean, those types, I mean, it's it's everywhere. Um, but I love the downtown stadium idea. I don't think anybody's gonna, you know, I mean, we, people still want to go down there for First Fridays and Boulevardia and the City Market, and people still go down there to see Elton John, you know, perform for the the 50th time. So. I think uh, I think honestly that the downtown stadium will just like I think it'll bring about even even it'll tie in crossroads to downtown make our downtown even better. That's just my my thoughts. But I just want to thank you guys again for everything yesterday too. Absolutely, Neil. I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for calling into the show today. I thought what he said there at the end before he said that Elton John for ten times. Elton John, yo, is he still doing his farewell tour? Elton John did his last concert in Kansas City at least seven times. Elton John's never going to stop touring. Those, I'm serious. I'm those, not even trying to be funny. He the, did his last. Mm-hmm. Elton John did his final tour, his last concert, at least three times at T-Mobile Center. At you, least three times. You know how I know he's still touring? There's no way Elton John was making Kansas City his final destination. Just It, it seemed unlikely. <laughs> oh, God. You said, you said that, not me. I've already got myself you're, in enough trouble. You're tell- you said that. I didn't say that. I mean, come on now. You're telling me British pop sensation Elton John was finishing at T-Mobile Center in January? You're that makes no me, sense. I'm just saying, you're saying that he would 
do his last concert at like Staples Center or Madison Square Garden or Barclays. You're telling me he wouldn't do Sprint Center in downtown Kansas City as his final? Come on now. That's, that is the assumption I am making. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Joe, you called into the drive. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, Cedar. Thanks for the time, man. Hey, uh, I actually work in Jackson County uh, as a home health nurse. I see a lot of people, and uh, and I'm also a father. We live in the Northland, but, you know, uh, we frequent downtown. And uh, I'm actually super excited about the downtown stadium that the Royals are planning. I have really no qualms about that at all. We did not go to the parade. Uh, for various reasons, but um, obviously what happened was tragic, was horrible, but I just don't understand how people are so naive to the fact that these things keep happening. Um, when I'm out and about with my wife and kids, I'm extremely alert, not that that's going to prevent everything from happening, but I'm, I am I just don't trust people in general. Uh, there's a lot of bad things that can happen in any moment, and so I don't know. To me, that's just what puzzles me. Thanks for the time, man. No problem, Joe. I appreciate the phone call. And I guess with me, my my stance on this, we can keep taking phone calls, 913-586-7610. I do want to play for you guys again what Nick had to say earlier today on his show because I just I think it's important and I want to support Nick's show in any way that I can. The thing that heartbreaks me the the most about yesterday is how overwhelmingly positive it was for just about everybody until it wasn't. Yesterday was a really, really good day. Rob, I was really excited about the parade. You were really excited about the parade. You know how excited I get and many of you get for warm weather. It was 61 degrees outside yesterday in the middle of February. And the uncertainty of, you guys listen to the show. Now, I held out my hopefulness and optimism for the Chiefs, but deep down, I thought Buffalo was going to beat them in the playoffs. I, I, I thought Buffalo was going to beat them. I thought they were going to go on the road, and it was a good run. It was a good stretch. Josh Allen finally gets the best of Patrick Mahomes, and that ends the Chiefs season. And we look back thinking, hey, you know what? This team won the division again. They won a playoff game. Let's go get a couple of wide receivers, and let's run it back. That's what I was thinking in my head. So the fact that through all of that, we got a Super Bowl parade out of it. Was incredible. I was thrilled. Couldn't wait for the parade. Rob, you know, I was planning my parade plans the moment the AFC Championship game ended. Oh, they're not losing to San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I Me and my friends were talking about parade day for two weeks. Was really excited. I'm not going to say I was drunk yesterday when I came on the air. I'd only been drinking earlier in the day, though. I was, I was in a good mood. We were having mimosas and drinking champagne and just having a great time, Rob. Having a great time. I was feeling good yesterday. And right, this is, I'm not exaggerating, right when we are going on the air, Rob says, turn on Channel 9. I'm thinking, for what? Everything is over. I turn on the television, and it is shooting at Union Station. And then just the realization of, All of the excitement that I had, Rob, that you had, all the fun plans, and we were going to take calls from people live that were having great days down at Union Station. And Oh, man, this day was amazing. How great is Patrick Mahomes? And us laughing at how drunk Travis Kelsey was, who was leaning out there on that stage. We couldn't do any of that yesterday. And then it turns from all the excitement and enthusiasm that we had to, oh, wait, a person just got killed. Oh, wait, two people just got killed. Wait, there were 15, 20 people that got shot yesterday. Oh, wait, they hit kids. There's kids right now with children's mercy. There's children still in children's mercy from what happened yesterday with gunshot wounds. All of that, it is is the biggest turn of events that have ever happened in my life. From how I felt at noon to how I felt at 2 o'clock when we had to come on the air. And I think at least for me, I just refuse. I refuse. I don't know how many people were involved in this. Two, three, five, six. I don't know. I refuse to let those people 100% ruin what happened yesterday. They have caused enough damage. Enough damage to the people that were victimized by this. People who were around it. Like, they have caused enough damage in all of our lives. I refuse to let that continue to happen. 
So if that is in a future parade, if that is where the stadium is going to be moving forward, any of that, those people have ruined enough for us. I hope those people get put under the jail. I hope they get prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I ain't really a death penalty individual, but I'm not opposed to the idea for these people. I, I, I think what they did is one of the most heinous and evil things that you could possibly do in a, around a group of people and children and families with no regard of the life and safety for any other human being. You pull out a gun and just start shooting? Is it, it is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever, I, I, I've, I can just know and remember. It breaks my heart. I just refuse to let those individuals have any more power over me than they already have. And to take away the joy that yesterday was supposed to bring for all of us. Yesterday is a special day that we as a city earned and they as a team earned. And I will stand by that for as long as I live. That I just will not let those people ruin it. I won't. I will not let them ruin the next parade. I will not let them ruin the downtown stadium. I will not let them ruin any other fun that we have planned in Kansas City. They don't get to win in that way. Keep it right here, Sir Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Kansas City, it's Trent McDuffie. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Rob, I just saw this headline. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm Number one, I'm mad at you. You didn't bring this to me. And if you're on hold, we'll take your call, I promise. So TMZ... They have a headline that said Patrick Mahomes attended party with Travis Kelsey at restaurant after shooting. So then I clicked on it and I'm like, wait, let me read this. So it says Travis Kelsey was only playing follow the leader when he walked into a restaurant to keep celebrating after the Kansas City shooting. Because now we've learned that Patrick Mahomes planned the whole thing and was there as well. Multiple sources with direct knowledge tell us that the get-together happened at Grand Falloon on Wednesday, spearheaded by the Chiefs quarterback. It then goes on to say that Pat rented the place out. Cops were there. Uh, they got pictures of Travis like walking out. They spoke to the owner, said only a few players rolled in, private event, uh, unclear what they were doing. I don't count that as a party. You count that as a party? I mean, they got to eat, right? I mean, we're not mad at them for eating afterwards, right? We're not mad at them for going to dinner afterwards. I don't think that you could be in the club yesterday. Like, I know they had plans to go to the club yesterday, and they canceled the plans. Like, I directly know. I was planning on going to it. I know they had those kind of plans. But then when this happens, like, there's no chance they're going. I don't even want to go at this point. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with staying in tonight. There'll be, trust me, there'll be other times. 
And I imagine that the Chiefs will have a more, a, a larger celebration than this and another celebration than just after the game. You remember that video? They were at, uh, they were in Las Vegas. I assume they will have another party. This is a non-story to me. We all understand what happened, but I mean, they're allowed to go eat together after the game and Grand Falloon in a private event. That ain't really the turn up, you know? It's, hey, you and your teammates are here. Hey, it's after the parade. Hey, let's sit down. Let's have something to eat. Let's talk. And I, I imagine everybody went home after that. I don't have any problem with this. If anything, I'm not surprised that they did something as a team considering what they had just been through as a group. Like, I, this is not the top priority or anything of that nature, but I imagine the team didn't get off the buses, walk down the parade route, get to Union Station, think to themselves, we're going to be huddled in closets. We're going to be beneath Union Station. We're going to be hiding at some point today because shots are going to be fired. That is not how I imagine they saw their day going. So I'm not surprised that a quiet private event happened for the players, if nothing else, just to be together after what had happened. I I don't think that's a party, and I think TMZ or TMZ Sports, I, I apologize for not remembering which one it was, is mischaracterizing that moment. Now, if they were at, like... We both had heard they were going to like turn up last no, night, yeah, and no, they, they, they didn't. I'm not saying they did. Yeah. But if we heard a news story that it was like players were at Mosaic, I would be like, we would have a very different conversation. Yeah, I mean, someone on the text line says, CDOT, this is a party. They were hammered. Quit defending this behavior. If it was Joe Burrow, you would say it was a party. I would not say that I, I've been to Grand Falloon before. Rob, you've been to Grand Falloon before, right? This is a popular restaurant in Kansas City. I would not consider I would not consider the Chiefs renting it out for a private dinner. I would not consider that to be a party. You got to eat. Now, yeah, are guys eating? Are guys drinking? Are guys getting rides home? Sure, I, I don't deny that happened. The rides home could have been from earlier in the day too. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm going. This is this is just my pure speculation. As we all have set up activities with our friends, I'm guessing that after the parade. Guys are maybe a little bit shook, needed to sleep something off. I'm guessing then in that scenario that, hey, we still want to be together. We still want to do something. We can't do our normal plan. Let me put in a phone call because I'm Patrick Mahomes. And, hey, this is a bar that we like. Hey, they're going to give us this private space. We can all meet back up later today. We can eat. We can be together. Then we can all go home, and we will figure out later how we can have our celebration. This is not a party to me. This is not out of bounds. You're allowed to go eat afterwards. Like the responsibility for you is not, hey, you got to be in the house. You can't see anybody. And, and, and we'll tell you when you can come out. No, this is a private team event. We're going to eat together. Hey, whoever wants to come, you can come. If you don't want to come, that's cool. But hey, let's, let's kind of group together after this. And you can decide if you want to come. That, that, that is not a party. Let's go to the phone lines. 913-586-7610. Somebody said, I'm surprised Travis was able to make it there. I'm not surprised. I mean, this, th- this is probably what you needed after the day that Travis had. You get you a little nap, get you a little sleep, rest up. Four or five hours later, you're good. Hey, man, I'm hungry. Patrick, what are we doing? I'm hungry. Hey, man, you know what? Let me make a phone call, man. I'll set it up for us. Because uh, Travis definitely needed Travis needed a great steak after his after his day. That's what he needed. He needed he needed a buffalo chicken wrap after how I saw him on the stage. Uh, Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, Carrington, Rob, what's going on, fellas? How you doing, man? Hey, uh, good, man. I wanted to kind of preface this call just really quick uh, uh, by saying that first of all, I've, I've never missed a single minute of a Chiefs game since '89. I was ten years old. Um, this has been a huge bonding thing for my father and I, my boys. I took my family down there. Uh, I was actually right at the front there of Union Station, probably about 100 feet away where all this took place. I was on the east side of the stage, and it was pretty devastating. Uh, my family was held back a little bit. I was up there getting confetti and just celebrating and having a good time, and, and all this happened. And uh, uh, I actually worked with somebody whose sister was one of the, the ladies uh, shot in the leg, actually, after all this. So this is tragic. The thing is horrible, all of that. But with that said, the main reason I'm calling is, Back in another life, I used to study criminal justice, and part of that was learning a thing called broken window theory, which is, you know, if you're in a really bad neighborhood, a lot of bad things are more likely to happen. I believe personally, if you bring a downtown ballpark to Kansas City, um, the thing is it, it not only cleans up the neighborhood, makes it really nice, makes it a lot more enjoyable. You bring a much better crowd down there for these events, the games. 
Um, but you also bring a much higher level of police presence, security, all those things around those areas. So to me, in my opinion, I think it's actually a really good thing to bring a downtown ballpark for the simple fact that not only are you helping to clean up downtown, make it a much brighter place, a much better place for people to be at, but you're also actually increasing security and police presence and things like that. Uh, so people can go down there and feel a lot safer than what they might normally feel if they're in that part of town, 18th and Vine or whatever. Joe, I 100% agree with you, man. I appreciate the phone call, man. Yeah, uh, peace, yeah absolutely, man. Peace and blessings to uh, you and your family, man. Just sad. I, I I didn't know anybody that was personally affected by what happened yesterday. I, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, we all, you know, sent the text out, hey, you know, I know you were down at Union Station. You good, you good. And, you know, everybody has different stories. I, I, I don't personally know anybody that was down there and just – Sad, man. Just reading more and learning more about the uh, woman that passed away and knowing people that actually know her and hearing their stories, man, just uh, really, really sad. Uh, No other way to put it, man. Really, really sad of what happened yesterday downtown. Uh, We were just talking about this, and we're going to take some more phone calls here in just a bit. Uh, There is a story from TMZ that said Patrick Mahomes attended a private party with Travis Kelsey at a restaurant. Other teammates also attended post-shooting. So according to TMZ, multiple sources with direct knowledge tell us that the Chiefs, after the parade yesterday, they had a get-together at Grand Falloon in, or on the plaza. It sounds like Patrick set this up, and I don't think that this is a party. Like, I'm reading more and more of it, and it says, we're told that Patrick was the one who rented out the place. Cops were on hand for crowd control. Uh, this was uh, sometime at night. Didn't really give you much of an idea. And then you know how it is. Like, oh, should they be going out there? I, you're allowed to go eat afterwards. If we heard some, hey, they had some, they were at a club, I, I would be standing right there with you. Hey, come on now. Just with everything going on, I, I, I'm i not sure if you being an aura right now is the right decision. I, I would maybe tell you, you know what, let's, let's, why don't we come back later, you know? Why don't we come back on the weekend? Why don't we just sit today out? I, I'd be standing right there with you. You're allowed to, especially after a day of drinking. At, not a day. They had a morning and day of drinking. You're allowed afterwards to go get something to eat. Uh, let's take one more phone call before we got to take a break. Mike, you called into the show. Hey, Mike. Hi, how you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for taking, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to point out that when the Royals are on Truman Sports Complex out there, they take 35, 33 to 35 police officers, and they control the stadium and the whole Truman Sports Complex. And under those circumstances, it's much easier to police and protect the people that come to the game. When they go downtown, they're going to take care of you in the stadium, but you're emptied out onto the downtown streets, and they don't have the control that they do at the stadium out there. I, I think that there's a a consideration there that they ought to address. Um, I worked out there for a while and uh, I had people come up to me while I was working for the Royals and they'd say, you guys are brilliant. The intersection of I-435 and I-70, you get people in and out of here. It's crazy. I've been over to St. Louis. I love their downtown stadium, but it's a screwed up mess trying to get in and get out of that when you're talking about driving a car and stuff. And there is no uh, tailgating or anything like that for that stadium down there. Um, it's a trade-off. And if you move the stadium to Independence, then you don't have your downtown uh, uh, fix that everybody thinks they need, happen to have to need. I, I don't I don't get it. I think they should build uh, the equivalent of uh, the Power and Light District right there on the damn por- uh, sports complex and uh, make that a destination so that even if there's Nobody playing football or baseball out there. It's still a neat place to go for restaurants and bars. Well, Mike, uh, I, I appreciate the phone call. I want to take this other call here. I just, I, I don't even disagree with your idea. I just, uh, I think we're way past that point. The Chiefs and the Royals have made it very clear they don't want those things. So I, I got to listen to what they want. Nick, you have a problem with uh, with Kelsey and Mahomes going to Grand Falloon? Brother, I, I don't have a. That's what I was just telling him. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm torn. It's not really a matter of problem. I'm curious, and especially in you guys' opinion, because I feel the same. I feel the same. It's a meal. They weren't out clubbing. They weren't out partying. But this is a situation that I feel like, especially now that TMZ's got a hold of it. I was on flipping through online, and now we got the copycats. Because you know, once those cats 
do what they do than everybody else is jumping on. Is this something that would it would it behoove us? Would it behoove Mahomes especially? Maybe Mahomes, Kelsey, maybe even KCPD. I feel I feel like even to maybe put put a, put a statement out there, letting people know, hey. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't want to keep hearing it because I believe in what you guys said as well. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a meal, and hell, we know these guys. God knows they needed some absorption in their, in their bellies um, to, to, to dry up some of that, some of that good diamond. But is this? It, would it be crazy to jump ahead of it before it possibly keeps, keeps downward spiraling with, with the media and saying, oh, you know, these guys don't give a, you know what, and they're, they're out and. I think the the fact that there was the pictures taken with the cops, and obviously these these guys are still a little, you know, still a tie, have have one tied on, and then we got cops taking selfies, and I just feel like that is that something that that would be good to maybe put something out there before this keeps going in a direction that you know reflects negatively when it really it really shouldn't, you know. Yeah, Nick, you're right, and I appreciate the phone call. I guess I I just. I've been in Grand Falloon a lot. I like Grand Falloon. I think it's great. I just, number one, Grand Falloon is, I just, it's not a club. It's a private situation. I just feel like they're allowed to eat afterwards. And I don't know if Patrick Mahomes has to make a statement afterwards of why he and his teammates went to go to dinner afterwards. I mean, I I imagine this, I mean, A, it's Valentine's Day. Maybe you bring your girls out there. It's a family thing. Like you're, you're allowed to eat afterwards, in my opinion. I would feel very different if this was the club. If we heard a story of how they were out somewhere or somebody had a big home gather, I'd feel very differently about it. I think they're allowed to come together to eat and celebrate and communicate with each other. Coming up at the top of the hour, I want to play what Nick had to say earlier today on his show in full. We'll play that on the other side. We'll continue to react to what happened yesterday at Union Station. Keep right here, Sir Drive. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 